Hello and welcome to Unlock Your Vitality with Magali on a Journey. I'm your host, Magali Matthew. Here we cover all things vitality, that is living full of energy. From gut health to spirituality, nutrition to movement, we peel back the layers and unlock ways to heal and feel our best selves, one conscious habit at a time. Stick around, let's dive on in. I'm so excited you're here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the show. I'm super excited to continue our little 101 well-being series focused on mind, body, and soul. And so if you haven't listened to the first one yet, it was last week, and we focused on the body. And so today, we're going to be focusing on the mind, So before we get started, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to all of you who have been rating and reviewing the podcast. If you haven't yet, just pause the show and please go and do that or even just share an episode that you've enjoyed with a friend. It truly, truly helps us to grow. And if you are looking for a really fun way to kind of know which path you should be taking in order to unlock your vitality, I created a really fun quiz, which I will add in the show notes. So please take the quiz and I'm thinking we might do a little giveaway. So let's see what we'll do in the next few weeks. All right, without further ado, let's start with today's episode. So we're talking about the mind. Let's really take some deep breaths. So finding a comfortable seat, closing your eyes unless you're walking or driving, having your spine nice and straight, inhaling through the nose and letting it all go. One more just like that. Inhale deeply. And let it go. Oh my goodness, that feels so good. So I wanted to focus today on the mind. And just like in the body episode, which was last week, we talked about different uh, parts of it. There are so many different ways that we could, you know, talk about. And again, these little well-being one-on-one episode series is based on my experience and the things that I've found to have really helped me in creating a mind, body, and soul practice and that have just continued to unlock my vitality and give me just a better overall well-being. So according to Fred Leskin of Stanford University, a human being has approximately 60,000 thoughts per day and 90% of those are repetitive. Can you just imagine the fact that 90% of our thoughts are repetitive? And maybe it's a stat you've heard before. Maybe it's something that you already knew. For me, what really, I guess, speaks to mind when I hear that is, how can I make sure that these thoughts are ones that are kind and that are actually improving my well-being and connecting to unlocking my vitality? and not bringing me down. So one of the ways that we can connect to our thoughts is there's so many different things and being able to realize what we can do for our well-being in terms of our mind. But for me, the first step is really to notice. And so 
A tool that I absolutely love is the morning pages tool. And so this is really just waking up and within the first 45 minutes, get a journal. So I like to keep a journal next to my bed, but yeah, you get a journal and write things as they come. So this might be, this is really just how your thoughts come. So maybe, oh, I had too much popcorn last night. Oh, I didn't love when this picture was taken of me. Oh, I absolutely had the best time with my friend. Oh my God, I had a beautiful conversation on the phone. I'm really stressed about work. I hated this thing that happened in a team meeting. Whatever those things are, it's a practice that I encourage you to just take every day or a few times a week as much as you can because you're going to be able to notice the patterns that you're thinking. So the things that are coming up again and again and again. And for me, this was so helpful in understanding some of the different thoughts I had, especially around body image, around feelings of self-worth and just things I needed to work on changing. Because then once we are able to see the thoughts and we realize or we can identify if there is negative self-talk or self-sabotage, then we're able to make a choice and to understand what are the ones that we're going to want to keep and what are the ones that we're going to want to change. And something that really helped me a lot understanding this concept is meditations by Dr. Joe Dispenza. He talks a lot about creating the life that you want to live by changing your thoughts. And he also has wonderful books if you're more of a person that likes to read. And for me, another practice that I really love doing is writing down some of the thoughts. And so then creating a new way of speaking it out. So one that I'm hearing a lot lately because it's the new year, it's winter, maybe you're feeling like you're getting sick, but I'm hearing a lot of people saying, oh, my immune system is so weak. Instead of saying that, what if you said, my body is speaking to me and I'm ready to listen? It just completely changes the way that you bring up that conversation or that idea and that thought in your head. And as opposed to having that self-sabotaging feeling that your body is against you, it creates a way for you to realize, okay, my body is speaking to me and I'm ready to listen. What does it need to say? And with that comes the idea of listening to ourselves. And that, the biggest tip that I will give you is one of creating time for contemplation. What are the things that you can do to create contemplating space in your life? I'll give you a few examples. Maybe you commute to work. Instead of having a podcast or music or reading a book or being on social media, sit in the subway or the tube or whatever it is and put your hands on your lap and just contemplate. Look at what's happening around and little by little, the more we create these kinds of space and time, we are going to be able to hear what are the things that really our soul is trying to speak to us. And when we feel like 
we're keeping really busy and maybe because work is really stressful, maybe because you have young kids or maybe you're going through something. The more you stay distracted from them, the more those kinds of things are going to translate into things like anxiety, worry, fear, insomnia. And so really creating the time in order to be able to just contemplate. Maybe it's literally five minute. Actually, maybe you can join some of the things from the body, some of the tips that we heard from the body last week and have your morning circadian rhythm walks also be a time for contemplation. And maybe that's just five, 10 minutes in the morning and you allow yourself to go without a phone or without anything and really have a little bit of those time, that time just to contemplate and to tune in to yourself. So, so far, the things we've talked about are one, noticing our thoughts, seeing how much self-sabotage or negative thoughts we're having. And one tool in order to do that is morning pages. Another tool is just contemplation. A third one, which is similar to contemplation, but it's just taking regular breaks. So giving yourself mind breaks. And that might look like taking a nap. It might look like just sitting and contemplating. It might look like having a mindfulness practice. And so doing a little meditation. And actually, I want us to maybe do just a very short version of that practice right now together. So again, finding that comfortable seat. Inhaling through your nose and exhaling out through your mouth. And then just letting your breath go back to its natural rhythm. And notice what's going on in your mind. And without judgment... Let's take the time to be present. So what does that mean? What does that look like? It means every time you're having a thought and you're realizing that your mind is wandering and having this thought, just focusing back to our natural rhythm of breath. Sometimes it can be helpful as you're inhaling to say, I am inhaling. As you're exhaling, to say, I am exhaling. Try to do that just for a few more moments. And rather than bringing judgment anytime we connect to the fact that our mind has done it again, let's bring love and connection when we realize that our mind has done it again. I remember at the beginning of my meditation practice, I was so hard on myself whenever my mind would wander. And just having that mindset shift of celebrating. Right, I did it again and I noticed. And I can come back now. Let's do that just for one or two more moments. And then slowly opening your eyes and coming back. Welcome back. And also just notice how you feel after, you know, just taking a few minutes to do that. 
Notice what that feels like inside. And I guarantee you, the more you do that throughout your day, taking these short little breaks to just let go of the mind, and the harder you find doing that, the more your body is probably craving it, or your mind is probably craving it. The other part of mindset and just looking at our mind is, which again, we can notice through meditation and self-talk, is noticing if we feel in our language, if we feel like we are the victim or the alchemist of our destiny in our day-to-day. So listen to yourself speak. Maybe you send voice notes to your friends, like play them back to yourself. Or maybe as you're on the phone with a friend, listen to some of the words that you're saying. Are you telling things like, oh, I have to work and I have to take care of this person and I have to do that? Or are you connecting to, you know what, I'm really glad that I have the opportunity and that I am making the choice to do X, Y, and Z, whatever that was. So again, really just looking at the way that you're not only speaking to yourself, which is the first part that we talked about, but also in the way that you are speaking to others. And the other big part of the mind, I would say, is connecting to our feelings and emotions because often when thinking about the mind we connect to oh I'm feeling good or bad positive or negative and again just a reminder that practicing presence and really being in that moment with yourself is what is going to help you feel content feel presence, feel gratitude. Gratefulness and gratitude is another beautiful practice for the mind. This is something I highly recommend if you're interested in doing it. It can even be on a daily at night, just before you close your eyes, placing your hands on your heart and connecting to the things that you're grateful that happened that day. It doesn't have to be much. It can be three simple things. Maybe pause and do it at this time together. What are three simple things you're grateful for in this moment? I am so grateful that today, even though I haven't had internet and it's been a little bit of a mess to record the podcast and do all the things I need to do, my husband and I decided to go on a beautiful hike in Marin together. I am also very grateful of the delicious foods and things that I bought at the farmer's market because my lunch was incredible. And my husband made these patacones, which are basically fried plantains. And I had that with salad and chicken. And I'm really grateful that he made those. It made me so happy. So notice what are three things that you can be grateful for for yourself and how easily it can be to tune into that and that what we need are just reminders to do those things and so maybe you add it in your calendar a little mental break five minute meditation maybe it's something that 
you give yourself a reminder of or you add a reminder like the reminders app on iPhone and you say things like I love myself and I am infinitely grateful for the opportunity to be here today and to take the time to whatever it is that you want to do or maybe it's just a little reminder before you go to bed what are three things that you're grateful for today maybe it's even a practice that if you have a partner you can do together where every night you share one to three things that you're feeling really grateful for it could be a great way to also connect with each other tune in to the things that have made you happy and really have the power to adapt and change your thoughts if you're feeling like you're in a negative loop another beautiful tool is EFT or also known as tapping EFT stands for the emotional freedom technique and it's a beautiful way that if you have anxiety or depression it can really snap you out of it and so you're hitting these different points these different acupressure points and as you're doing that you're saying things like even though I am so anxious right now I fully love and accept myself even though I feel really bad about myself right now even though I feel unworthy and unlovable and insert whatever thing you're feeling I fully love and accept myself right now It's a really, really beautiful tool that, yeah, can truly change. And actually, it's probably the only tool that's ever snapped me out of a moment of anxiety when it's really happening. The other part of being able to change our thoughts and just our mind in general, it's actually something and a concept that I heard about recently, which is originally from Carl Jung, which talks about the fact that Your unhappiness is completely something that you can change because the root of your unhappiness is about are you being morally consistent with the person you want to be? So this is something that you can use your mind to think about. Who do you want to be? What are your values? What are the main principles that you want to lead your life by? And one, are you actually living through those values? Once you've figured out what they are, what does it look like to be congruent? Are you somebody that tells everybody on social media to eat healthy, but once the phone isn't there, you're eating unhealthy things? And obviously there's a balance and all of these things, but he talks about the basis of our happiness being, are we being morally congruent with ourselves? Which I think is a work of maybe a little bit the soul and that it's waking up the unconscious and also the mind in that it's are you actually thinking about what does it mean to bring value to your life what does it mean to live your life with your values I've done this exercise many times with different clients understanding your values and your principles and the way that you want to live your life by is such a beautiful little tool and technique to do and then check in on that every once in a while also are your values changing and they might right you might be somebody that's really ambitious and focus on work and then eventually start a family and so there might be a shift in 
what are some of the most important things in your life and yeah how they're continuing to evolve so those are just some of the simple little tools and tips and tricks that I wanted to share according to yeah what I'm practicing and how to help your mind I also really want to talk about the fact that yes I separated these in these episodes to you know give different tips and tricks and they are all correlated and the reason all of the work that I do is a mind body soul approach is because they're all related and I want to give you an example of something that is talked about a lot right now and that's ice baths and you see it a little bit everywhere on social media and people understanding that a nice bath is not only good for your nervous system and your vagus nerve and all the benefits that it has physically and in order to sustain a certain amount of time you also need to work with the mind because the mind is the first thing that's going to be telling you oh it's too cold I don't want to get in there or I don't want to go today and then how does the soul come at play well maybe it's actually helping you connect to the fact that you're truly alive that plunging in ice cold water wakes you up in a way that yeah you need it as a reminder of I'm here I'm alive I'm full I'm whole and just a little example of why even though I'm separating this series and making it a three-part truly the way to live life is through a mind body and soul approach at least it's what I have found to be the most holistic and fulfilling way of thinking about how to create a life that truly unlocks your vitality. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're enjoying this little series, please go and tell us on social media. I'm at Magalie on a journey and the podcast social media is at unlock your vitality podcast. If you're enjoying the show again, thank you so much for reading and reviewing or sharing it with a friend. I would love to know if there is one of these tips that you will be trying and I can't wait to connect and to see you next week for part three. If you have any questions, feel free to share them on social media and then we can answer them here. All right, guys. Bye.